Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. All right, welcome to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, where we teach you the methods and technologies for driving growth. Back on the program today, Carlos Hidalgo is joining me. Carlos is our chief strategy officer, and some of you got introduced to him in that role in February when I welcomed Carlos to the team, and we kicked off the year with an episode where we talked about the D3 methodology. If you didn't hear that episode, you might want to go back, but today we have some really, really great, exciting news for you on the methodology, and we're going to dive right in. Carlos, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Dave. Always enjoy being part of the uh, podcast and being on Demand Gen Radio. Very cool. You are all pumped up with your uh, NFL draft uh, behind us now and excited about your picks, it sounds like. Yeah, first round went well for the Broncos. No complaints. Cool. Well, hey, guys, listen, we created uh, since February, we finalized putting together the D3 methodology, and we're going to just take a step back and tell you what it is, and then we're going to dive into it. But what we plan on doing with the podcast, many, many, many episodes that Carlos and I are going to work together on this year for you, is to keep diving into this methodology. Um, And let's set up why we created it for you. As many of you know, companies like Serious Decisions over the past decade or so created things like the waterfall. And I and I feel like right now we need to ask Justin, our producer, to cue uh, TLCs, don't go chasing waterfalls. Can you do that, Justin? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Oh, yeah, there it is. We're not trying to trash on the waterfall. There is nothing wrong with the waterfall. But it was a starting point. It was a way for Serious to say, hey, marketing, B2B marketing. You need to get aligned. You need to get integrated with sales and develop a methodology and develop a taxonomy to operationalize this integration between sales and marketing. And it really forever changed B2B marketing and is a very good model. But it didn't go far enough. And it doesn't go far enough for what the you need today and the complexity that all of you are under. And that's what Carlos and I have worked day and night for the past three months is to finalize this D3 methodology. So we're going to take a bit and share with you what it is. We do have a PDF of it finally done. I know I've mentioned that on some previous episodes that it was coming and it took a while. And I want to thank the folks at Scorch, our agency for working with us. And uh, we'll tell you where to download that off of our website. But Carlos, maybe you could kick us off by talking about the metaphor that we developed and the planetary gear system. And then let's dive in. Yeah. So when we started to think through that metaphor of what we wanted to. So if you go to our website, if you download the PDF, you're going to see a gear system. And I am no engineer, I am no scientist, but what we have represented that you'll see in our material when you go to our site is a planetary gear system. There is a difference between a planetary gear system and a traditional gear system. And the difference is the planetary gear system has multiple touch points, which share the collective load necessary to operate an engine. 
a traditional system has minimal touch points. And what happens often with that traditional system is there's wear and tear on those gears and eventually it breaks down. And that is why we have the planetary gear system. And as Dave mentioned, go to the site. We have some downloads and visuals for you. And you'll be able to see why we chose that metaphor. Because in a highly functional demand gen engine, you are going to have multiple touch points which share that collective load. And the reason that we created a visual for you and, and the reason that we put these visuals together is it's absolutely essential for those of you in marketing operations or demand generation or chief marketing officers anywhere in B2B marketing for you guys to present a visual metaphor that explains what marketing needs to do across the organization. And that's why, like I said, the waterfall, it was a good start. It was a very good start in talking about we can't call everything a lead, but it doesn't take us to where we are today and the level of complexity in B2B marketing. So we put forward a new visual and we spent months, like I say, designing these illustrations. We've got the EPS files. We've got all the different components for it so that our clients can use these to explain, hey, here are the various initiatives we're working on and the why we are working on it. And as Carlos said, the the visuals are based on a planetary gear system. We had to think like what works in the physical world as a metaphor that will really represent the complexity that is going on, but really communicate um, what we're all focused on, which is what? Revenue, revenue output. So the center of the planetary gear system, the center gear, the, the sun gear as it's called, is revenue output. So Carlos, why don't you walk through the uh, the planetary gears and the ring gears, and then let's, let's dive into what some of the elements are. And like I said, we're going to continue this series at a more rapid pace so that we unpack this for you and give you the narrative and give you the ways to explain this within your organization and not just explain it, but apply this methodology to the work and priorities that you need to focus on. One of the things that we, as we started to think through this and really said, how do we help people manage the complexity? Dave mentioned the ring gears. And one of the things that we understand is that there's four foundations, if you, if you want to call them that, that are essential for any high-functioning demand generation uh, group or discipline within a company. And those four ring gears or those four foundations are people, technology, data, and analytics. And these run across whether you're starting, and I'll get to the three different phases or the three different other gears in the system, but these run across and are foundational for success in any organization. Now, within each of those, there's even uh, more precise pieces of these gears. And, and you'll see that when you come to the site and you download that PDF that we've developed. But then those four ring gears, those four foundational elements really support the three phases of what we're calling the D3 methodology. And that first and foremost is demand creation. How do you connect with your buyers? How do you connect with your customers to drive that top line engagement? The second phase is demand management where we have the continued conversation, the nurturing that you're taking with your prospective buyers, as well as the development of the process, and then demand expansion. And 
This is probably for me, Dave, the area I'm most excited about because I see constantly organizations not maximizing the revenue or expand expanding the customer lifetime value either through retention or cross-sell and upsell. And I love the fact that part of this methodology is expanding our customer base and really getting to a point where we're creating customer advocates. Absolutely. And I realize some of you guys are out for walks right now, or some of you are, are, are sunning in the backyard, maybe starting to get out of, of sheltering in place, and you're listening to this, and you're trying to visualize it. So let me just paint that picture for you. But again, we have put this PDF with these elements up on our site so that you guys can download them. And we're happy, Carlos and I are happy, happy, happy to take you through this and explain it to you. And we're going to do that on the podcast. But if you want to have a one on one session with us and talk about it, please reach out. So what you should be picturing, and, and by the way, the planetary gear system is typically used in like helicopters, marine equipment, as well as the transmission in your car. It's a very, very powerful engine, and thus the metaphor. You need to be able to a powerful engine for driving revenue. So the middle gear is the sun gear, and that connotes revenue output, maximizing revenue output. There's three gears that revolve around that one. They're called planetary gears, and Carlos outlined them as demand creation and demand management and demand expansion. That's where the name, the D3 methodology comes from, is those three planetary gears. And then he talked about the foundational elements of the ring gear, the outer ring gear that encapsulates the entire gear system, and those foundational properties were people, technology, data, and analytics. There's one element that's behind the sun gear and behind the planetary gears. It looks like a bracket that brings it all together. And that bracket symbolizes the integration that is needed between sales and marketing and customer service. It's essential. This engine will not function without that part. The revenue output that you need to drive will be minimized unless you focus on the three planets, the demand creation, demand management, and demand expansion. And then the entire engine falls apart. It, it's not contained unless you have those foundational ring properties, the people, technology, data, and analytics. So like I said, we spent months looking at different things in the physical world and metaphors to try to give you guys a tool set to explain all of this complexity. And as Carlos loves to say, you know, to manage the complexity and, and really simplify the approach. Now, every one of these gears has teeth on them. Every single one, the planet gears, the sun gear, the ring gear. And those teeth symbolize the initiatives that you need to take in those areas. So for example, in the people area, the people area has, um, you know, in the, in the visualization has many, many um, teeth. Uh, and we've identified and put into the visuals at least six core areas, things like organizational design, staffing and onboarding, your strategic skills development for your people, and your technical skills development. I could go on. So every one of these teeth on the gear symbolize initiatives, and we've outlined what all of those core initiatives are. So it's a fan- I think it's a fantastic. Obviously, I'm excited by it, Carlos, because we've we've worked on it uh, for months. And I wish I had something like this when I was running marketing, because that way I could have put these up on the wall, or I could have shared these in meetings and say, "Hey, here's what we're doing in demand creation, or demand management, or demand expansion." Uh, I want to talk about the gears in terms of the planetary gears, Carlos, and and you are very excited about 
demand expansion. And one of the things I notice is companies, uh, marketing teams often get so focused on demand creation, demand management, that they, they leave demand expansion out. And especially in these times where, uh, let's just say, buying behavior is, is changing with everything going on in the world, it's essential to focus on your install base. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that the methodology really highlights the three areas, the, the, the D3, the demand creation, management, and expansion. Um, when we go through this series and, and unpack this and, and dive in, first of all, we welcome your questions and topics, so feel free to, to reach out to Carlos and I, and we'll cover those specifically on here. What do you think when people get this visualization and, and apply this methodology, where do you think they should start in terms of explaining it and unveiling it to their organization? That's a great question. I I really believe, and you uh, mentioned it, you alluded to it, where it's part of the purpose of us creating this is so people can go and explain to the organization. I remember when I was client side, and I talk with marketers all the time, as you as you do. And one of the things that I think is is so frustrating for marketers is everybody thinks they can do marketing. Everybody, the number of times I've heard people say to me uh, when I was client side, how hard is it? And I think what you need to do, if if you're going to start and say, hey, I want to go to my organization and explain this, I think you say, look, I want you to understand what our group does. I want you to understand the sophistication necessary to truly create an always-on buyer-centric demand gen engine that outputs revenue. And then start walking them through all of the different pieces and say, now, I'm going to be honest with you, we have really high maturity in these areas, we're still working on the other areas. But I think to just say, hey, I'm going to sit down with my management or my C-suite and just talk about demand creation, you're only showing them part of the overall equation. You have to lay it all out for them. And hopefully, our hope, I know, because we've talked about it, is executives see this or sales teams see this and they go, oh, wow. Okay. So now how do we support you? How do we put more lead behind that arrow to enable you and equip you and empower you to truly develop this always on engine? Now we also understand why this isn't a 30 day fix. This is not just about buying more technology. This is truly about applying a methodical, purposeful methodology to our business so that we can create this revenue engine. Yeah. And for those of you sitting at your desk or maybe near a computer and you want to look at these visuals as we're describing it, go to demandgen.com. Right up there in the top menu is resources, which takes you to our hub. And just search for D3 methodology. And uh, I'll, I'll put a more direct link to it in this podcast episode uh, in case you've got access to that as well. But when you look at the documents, and again, we put up the PDF because the the file itself is like a 24 megabyte file, and it has a lot of pieces to it. And, and candidly, we think we need to walk you guys through it in greater depth. But we wanted to give you the visuals um, so that you can follow along as we're talking about it. But it it is, I mean, especially for those of you that are just changing roles right now and coming into an organization, so well said, Carlos, like it's so essential in marketing where C-level executives don't fully understand what's happening in marketing these days and needing to happen, that you have a tool set to paint a picture 
of all the different initiatives and components coming together. And so we've, we've done that for you. Uh, the other thing that we've done is in the actual PowerPoint version, you can go in and change the labels because maybe the initiatives, like for example, in demand creation, we have something like 12 initiatives uh, identified, things like persona development and buyer journey development. Uh, we get into lead acquisition and, and ABM strategy and ABM targets. So there, like I said, there's about 12 different initiatives under demand creation. Well, you may feel there's more in your organization, or you may want to adapt some of the ones that we have there. We've also gone and designed the visuals so that they're all lit up, that if you want to present everything that needs to happen in marketing, all the color is there and, and these planetary gears that the team at Scorch worked with us on are right there for you. But we also created these like gray elements so that you can cover them up. So you can say, you know what? We're not focused on these areas yet, or maybe we're behind in these areas yet. So it is an actual tool set, not just a visual, but a tool set for you to explain the complexity in B2B demand generation, for you to explain your initiatives that you're working on. And it's really a roadmap for you, which is why I want to make sure that you get connected with us of all the things that you need to do. And I got to say, I'm, I know that many of you are like, I haven't tackled ABM yet. Or when it comes to areas like demand management, I don't know if we're doing scoring right or lead nurturing right or we've got some issues with lead routing. So when you see all these different initiatives, you're going to want to talk to somebody about some guidance and prioritization. And that's where Carlos and our team can certainly help you guys. So don't hesitate to reach out. Carlos, if you were to go back in time and now you've got this methodology, because both you and I have, have led our marketing organizations in our career, where would you start? So think about now that you've got these tools you see the tools? Because I know you've been working with some of our clients as we've been bringing these tools to market to kind of beta test them. Where's a good place for people to start once they look at these uh, tools and, and get a general sense um, of how to explain them, which again, we'll keep, we'll keep giving you guys the narrative. Where would you start? I think obviously it, it, it's going to depend on your level of maturity as an organization. And I do want to add one more note before I get to that question. Yeah. You can also use this to train your team. Because you and I have both worked with marketing organizations where in a demand gen function or in a demand gen center, you have several of the people who are from a skill set perspective and a knowledge perspective, very mature in what needs to happen. But you may have people at that campaign manager level who are still trying to learn and understand this can be a training tool for your organization. So I, I just wanted to get that out there. But let me get to your question. I think the place to start is demand creation. And here is why. We have to understand at a very granular level who our buyers are and how they buy. And what do I mean by that? Buyer personas are nothing new. If you're listening to this and saying, what's a buyer persona? We need to talk. Um, but if we, so many times I see organizations that have developed these personas and then you say, so how did those, how did you develop those personas? Well, marketing and sales, we got together and everything is done from an internal perspective. I have to be able to go out, speak with my customers, understand who they are, what they're needs are, what their problems are, how are they trying to qualify and sometimes quantify their own problems? And then what was the journey they took as a committee or as a business to get to that buying decision? And then within that, who was involved within that buying milestone? And oftentimes you talk to salespeople and you hear, well, we got to get to the C-level. The question has to be asked then, 
is the C-level really involved at every stage of the buying journey? Are they involved in the beginning or are they involved in the end? They kick it off, they approve the purchase. What you really need to do is think about, is it the director or the VP or the senior manager that I need to get to? Because they're the ones doing all the research. They're the ones putting together the business case, so on and so forth. And I really think most organizations would do extremely well to get back. And I don't want to say hit the reset button because that makes it sound like everything they've done to this point is for naught. But I think they owe it to themselves and they would do well to provide a great buying experience to their prospects if they really took the time to develop that buyer insight, which then will dictate your content and channel strategy. It's uh, it's interesting, and I, I really want to hear from you guys um, when you look at these visuals and you think about where you're going to start, um, because the ring elements, the people, the technology, the data and analytics, right? These are foundational things, and some of you might look at this and go, you know what? I don't know if my house is in order. I don't know if I have the right technology stack. And you'll see the initiatives in there, like you know, doing a marketing automation assessment. You'll you'll see about the marketing automation and CRM integration. You'll see elements in there around Martech planning and sales tech planning, which you know today marketing and sales it it ain't about alignment. We're well beyond the need to alignment. We need marketing and sales integration in these systems to be integrated. So take a look at the methodology and let us know where's a starting point for you because I think everybody's journey is going to be a little different. And of course, it's the sum total, right? The, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts and this planetary gear system doesn't work unless you have all of the gears working together. I want to hit one more thing before we wrap up this episode is uh, around why the planetary gear system serves as a meta- metaphor for explaining some of the weaknesses or challenges in this area. And Carlos, you know, when we picked this, because uh, we had many different concepts of, of what we were going to use, we liked that, as you said, the engine, this revenue engine, uh, serves such a good metaphor because of how much torque and how much power it can produce. But it has a weakness and it has a vulnerability, and it's two specific areas. One is this type of engine needs constant lubrication, or said another way, it cannot have friction. If there is friction in this engine in the physical world, it can seize up. As I said, it's used in transmissions, things like helicopters and your car and marine equipment. So think about in your organization and identify areas of friction in your customer experience and buying process, right? Because if in, let's say, demand management, where you're taking the demand that's created and bringing them as a customer, if you've got friction in that process, like God forbid you have not embraced e-signing for your contracts uh, and, and, you know, there's, there's tragedy certainly in what is happening with COVID-19 and everything, but there are some silver linings in all this is that it is forcing companies to accelerate their digital transformation initiatives. So I bring up e-signing because if you still have to send pieces of paper for people to read through, like if you're buying a home these days, you know, like the 30, 40 pages of signing that you need to do, your clients don't want to print something out, take it someplace, sign it, scan it, send it back to you. So the metaphor serves really well because that's just one example. Carlos, write forms on your website. A too long of a form is a point of friction. So this metaphor serves very well to ask yourself, where is there friction in our sales, marketing, and customer service that could be seizing up or slowing down 
our engine's performance. And then there's one other aspect of this that I touched on earlier is it's an integrated system. It spans sales, marketing, and customer service. This cannot, for you to maximize your revenue output, this metaphor works because it illustrates the interconnections and the dependencies that your organization has across all of your revenue generating departments. And uh, I think it serves as a wonderful metaphor. We'd love to hear from you guys. And like I said, we're going to start diving in in each episode into these different areas and talking about it. And we want to make it a dialogue. So send us your questions. You can reach Carlos. I'm sure many of you have our emails. Certainly drop us a note or reach out to us on LinkedIn and talk about the D3 methodology with us and post your questions. Uh, And as I said, again, if you want to grab the visuals and take a look at it, uh, go to demandgen.com, go into resources. This is not, by the way, a gated item, so you can just click it and grab it. And there's a link in the the description. Carlos, what do you want to do next in in the podcast? Where do we want to go in terms of uh, our next episodes? I know we're going to get some questions. But I mean, for me, I'd love to start on some of the ring gear elements because they're foundational. Uh, There's some four letter words in there like data that we absolutely need to talk about. But uh, thank you so much for working with me on it. It's wonderful to have you on the team. And it's wonderful that we've been able to work on this and bring it to so many companies and say, hey, what do you think of this? And and the resounding feedback that we've gotten has been has been great. And it's it's been a bit of a it's been a clay, right? I mean it we've we have formed and shaped this over over several months. It's taken some time. Well it has. And I want to highlight something. If you've listened to this what you've heard Dave and I say over and over is this is a methodology. And Dave, I, I'm glad you highlighted the fact that, hey, go in and change or, or add an area. And the reason we called it a methodology and not a framework is because in our view, as we continue to innovate, is that a framework is rigid. A framework is is something that you implement and it has to be done in that way. A methodology is, is pliable, it's nimble, and we know that your organization may have unique needs. So I want to really highlight that, that this is a methodology for you to follow, but also, as Dave pointed out, it's something that you can adapt to your organization. And so I do believe those words and, and highlighting those differences are really important. And for me, Dave the next episode, I'd love to start on the people. I think the people make the demand gen engine work. And we've seen organizations that have that dialed in really, really tight. But most organizations still really struggle with the people element. So if we want to start there from an outside ring perspective, I think that's a great place to start. All right, let's do it. We'll go, we'll go around the ring. We'll cover all the ring elements. And then we'll dive into the planetary gears and uh, and uh, take you guys on this journey with us. I'm super excited that you have this tool set. I wish I had it earlier in my career. Uh take a look at it, reach out to us. Really, we are there to support you guys. Carlos uh, and our entire consulting theme, team is, is here to help you with your strategy. So uh, we're, we're happy to help. Very excited to introduce this methodology to you. That's going to do it for this episode of Demand Gen Radio. And Carlos, next week, let's, let's dive into the first element on the ring gear in people and uh, keep going forward. Thanks so much. And Carlos, thanks so much for helping me and the team develop the methodology. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. 
All right, gang, that's it. Have a great weekend if you're approaching the weekend or make it a great week if it is the week. And I'm glad uh, that we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel of uh, what we've all been going through. So um, it is going to be a very important part of the year for marketing to lift up the impact that this has brought to your organization. So I know I said it going into the year that uh, protect your budget, defend your budget. uh, And now we are approaching the time when we've got to rebuild some of the impact that has happened uh, for everyone in Q2 and use this D3 methodology to identify the initiatives and priorities you have for your organization. We'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. 